Merry Christmas. Really good to have you here. And uh, we just heard why we're celebrating the birth of Jesus, because he is the radiance. That's what we heard from Hebrews. Jesus is the radiance of God's glory, which is an amazing thing to think about. How Jesus is the light, like, like the brightest light, the brightest star just blazing in the night sky. That, that is good news, especially after the dark, cold, dreary week that we had this week. Wasn't that an awful week this week? My kids woke up every morning complaining about how dark and how cold it was. But I don't know if you knew this, that is exactly the reason why we celebrate Christmas right now. That's the reason. When the early Christians wanted to celebrate the day that Jesus was born, they had a small little problem. They had no idea what day Jesus was born. Apparently, nobody bothered to write down the exact day. And so they had to just kind of pick a day out of the air. And they decided, well, it might be good to celebrate right after the shortest and darkest day of the year, which is winter solstice. This year, Thursday was winter solstice. And so if you went surfing on Thursday, that meant you had to paddle back in earlier than you did all year. If you went hiking up in the mountains on Thursday, you had to come back down the mountain earlier than you did all year. And lucky you live Hawaii. It wasn't that bad because it was only 5.55 p.m. That's how early the sun, sunset was on Thursday. If you lived in Alaska, like, like Fairbanks, you would have had to get down the mountain by 2.40 because that's what time the sunset in Fairbanks. 2.40 p.m. And then the sun didn't come back up on Friday until 11 a.m. It was a dark, long night in Alaska this week, and that's what the winter solstice is, the darkest, gloomiest night of the year. In fact, in ancient times, ancient people said that after winter solstice, the light is reborn, that sunlight is reborn after that dark night. The light is born out of the darkness on December 25th. And so the early Christians were like, man, that is the perfect picture for Jesus, because Jesus is the radiance. He's the light. So why don't we celebrate his birthday on the day when the sunlight has been reborn, when, when light starts to break through the darkness? We know there's darkness all around us in this world. We, we can see it, especially in the last couple of years. We've seen wars and conflicts. We've seen pandemics and crises, unemployment and inflation. We can see the darkness in the world around us, and we can feel it. Maybe you're going through a personal season of darkness right now. You just can't see the light. You, you don't even see it at the end of the tunnel. You just, you're not sure if there's really hope that's coming. Maybe you've just kind of learned to live and survive in the darkness, kind of like the fish that live at the bottom of the ocean. You know those guys? They've just learned to just wander around and just eat whatever they bump into. It's not a great life but it is what it is. And maybe that's kind of what you've started to tell yourself. It is what it is. This is the best that I can hope for. Because the darkness, it, it can be kind of smothering. And so that's why it's such good news that the light has come. That's why we celebrate Christmas. Look at what Jesus said in John 8. He said, I'm the light of the world. The light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. I'm the light of the world. He didn't say, I'm the light of Jerusalem or I'm the light of Israel. I'm the light of the world, which means he wants to bring light into every person's life in the world. That's really good news because there's some really good things that light brings. Jesus just told us some of those things. Like number one, 
Light gives direction. That's what Jesus brings, because Jesus said, anyone who follows me will never walk in the darkness. If you're walking in the darkness, you're going to be stumbling around, tripping over things. If you're a parent with young kids, you walk through the living room in the middle of the night, you're guaranteed to step on a Lego that got left out there in the living room. That's the worst pain you'll ever feel in your life. Your living room is a minefield, and so you got to turn on the light if you want to make it through that. The light can help direct you around the obstacles, and that's because light gives direction, gives guidance, and and we really need that in life. Because we all want lives that are full of purpose and meaning, lives that are fulfilling, and a lot of times we just kind of feel like we're stumbling around, just stumbling in the dark. We need some guidance. We need instructions. We need an instruction manual, kind of like a lot of you dads tonight. You're going to be looking through instruction manuals, trying to figure out how to put some things together, prepping for tomorrow morning. Or if you're like me, you'll pick out the instruction manual out of the box, chuck it into the trash, and then just put this thing together as best as you can figure it out. And then if you're like me, halfway through, you'll think, oh man, I have no idea how this piece connects to this piece. Better go back in the trash, pull the thing back out, get the bubble gum off of it, and then... uh, try and find how this thing works. And best case scenario, you only have to go back two steps to get back on track. Worst case scenario, I've dealt with this many times, you already ruined the thing that you were trying to build, which means you ruined Christmas. We just need instructions more than we think. We need an instruction manual for life. And here's the great thing about Jesus. He doesn't just give us a manual. He's our personal guide. Jesus said in John 10, I'm the good shepherd. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. You know what that means? Jesus isn't just giving you impersonal instructions through some book. He is your personal guide, helping you all the way along through life. It's not like watching a YouTube video to figure out how to change out the radiator in your car. It's more like having the guy who designed your car standing right next to you helping you change the radiator in your car. Jesus promises to give you guidance and and, and instruction every step of life. That's what light gives you, guidance. And then number two, light gives reassurance. Because Jesus said we're walking in the dark, and walking in the dark means walking in at least a little bit of fear, a little bit of anxiety, because you never know what's out there in the dark. You never know what's in those shadows over there. The dark feels dangerous. Everything seems a lot more dangerous in the dark. Like when I was in middle school, I used to have these really vivid dreams. And uh, one night I had this dream that I was climbing the Empire State Building, kind of like King Kong, just climbing up the side of the Empire State Building. And when I woke up, I was standing on top of my desk and I was clawing at the wall, trying to climb up the wall. Except the problem was I didn't realize that I was on my desk. I still thought that I was on top of the Empire State Building, just standing on a tiny little ledge. And so I'm looking all around, like, how am I going to get down from here? I spent 10 or 15 minutes standing on my desk, terrified, just petrified, trying to figure out how to get down from here. Until finally, I noticed some red digits over in the distance. And I'm like, is that my alarm clock? I realized, oh, am I in my bedroom? I carefully climbed down off the desk and felt the carpet and 
crawled over to the wall and flipped on the light and heaved a sigh of relief because light brings reassurance. And that's what Jesus came to bring. Look at what he said in Matthew 5. He said, don't worry. Don't worry saying what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear. For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. Jesus had to say don't worry because that's what we do. We worry. Why do we worry? Because the future is dark. It's misty, it's gray. We don't know what's out there. So we get a little anxious looking at what's out there. We don't know if we're gonna have everything we need and we think it's all on us to get what we need. But Jesus came to remind us that God is with us. He knows exactly what we need. There's never gonna be a moment in life where God is wondering what you need. There's never gonna be anything that happens to you in life where God is gonna be surprised and say, man, I never saw that coming. God knows exactly what you need and he'll give it to you if that's what would be best for you. And that's what Jesus, the light, came to remind us of. Light reassures. It brings reassurance. And then number three, light gives life. Life, because Jesus said, anyone who follows me will have the light of life. Light always brings life, literally. Literally. In the botanical world, God designed plants so that they would grow through light. It's the miracle of photosynthesis. Light brings life. A lack of light brings death. And I know that really well because I got this big brown patch of dirt in my backyard that I've been trying to grow grass on for years and years and years. And it doesn't matter how much I seed it, how much I fertilize it, it doesn't matter how much or how little I water it, Nothing grows there because that patch only gets about 20 or 30 minutes of sunlight every day. It's been dead dirt for years and years and years because you need light to bring life. Light brings color, brings beauty, brings brilliance. Did you know that objects don't have color? Physical objects don't have any color that's inherent to them. They have attributes on their surface that reflects the light in a certain way that we interpret as color. It's all about the light. This apple, this apple isn't red. It's not. It has certain physical characteristics on the skin that reflect the light at a certain frequency and your eyes receive that frequency and your brain interprets that and says, that's red. It's all about the light. Light brings color and vibrancy and vitality. It's all the light. You can see that really well when you look at stained glass. Look at this cathedral in Peru. You can see some of the beauty and the artistry in that stained glass, but this is just before sunrise. There's not much light happening. And so it's still pretty muted and monotone. Look at what happens when the sun is shining directly through it. It's amazing. The whole building becomes a giant kaleidoscope. It's amazing. Light brings beauty and vibrancy and vitality. Light brings life. And that's what Jesus came to bring. He said in John 10, I have come so that you might have life and have it to the full. To the full. Jesus doesn't want you to just survive in life. He wants you to thrive in life. He doesn't want you to be the fish 
wandering around in the darkness at the bottom of the ocean. He wants you to be the dolphin up at the top, jumping and playing in the waves, just basking in the sun. That's what Jesus wants for your life. He wants you to have life to the full. And Jesus made that possible through his perfect life and brutal death and glorious resurrection. Jesus came to live a perfect life so that he could give you his righteousness. He came to die a brutal death on the cross so that he could take away your sin and the punishment that you deserve for your sin. But then Jesus came to rise from the grave, to be resurrected so that he could give you new life. So he could give you life to the full. If you've never experienced that kind of life, if you still feel like you're just kind of wandering around in the bottom of the ocean, just bumping into things, there's no better day than today to receive the light. There's no better time than now to receive the life to the full that Jesus brings. And it's really easy. If you want it, it's as easy as ABC. A, admit that you're a sinner. Admit that you've rebelled against God. B, believe in Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins and rose to give you new life. And then C, confess Jesus as your king. Confess that you want him in charge of your life. Confess that you want his light infusing your life. That's all it takes. Jesus wants to bring his light into your life right now. And for all eternity. Because Jesus said, whoever follows me will have the light. Possess the light. You follow Jesus, you have Jesus. He's yours. He's committed to you. He is your source of direction, your source of reassurance, your light-giving source of life. And he wants to shine through you into the lives of the people around you, like stained glass. He wants you to be a piece of stained glass because after Jesus said, I am the light of the world, Jesus said to all of us, you are the light of the world. I want my light to shine through you. So family, today and tomorrow, as we're gathering with family, gathering with friends, here's your commission. Be the light. Be the light. This afternoon, when your wife asks you to go fight the crowds at Alamoana Mall because she forgot to pick up the gift for Auntie that we really need to get, be the light. Tonight, when your uncle comes over to your house for dinner and wants to talk politics and you don't like his politics, be the light. Tomorrow, when your friend makes Sweet potatoes for Christmas, but she doesn't know that the only correct way to make sweet potatoes is with marshmallows on top. Everybody knows that, but she doesn't. That's your opportunity to be the light. Be the light this weekend. Bring the light of Jesus Christ into the world around you just the same way that Jesus did for you 2,000 years ago. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for the light that you've given us through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much that we have life to the full because of the perfect life that he lived for us, the brutal death that he died for us, and the 
glorious resurrection that he accomplished for us, that gives us true life. Lord, help us to receive that life and appreciate that life. And then allow us to reflect that light, refract that light into the world around us. Help us to be like stained glass, just radiating your beauty, your glory, your radiance to the world around us. All because of Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen.